0: hello this is seductive storm and welcome to my podcast i hope you'll enjoy it from time to time it'll just be me talking to you on topics and other times i'll have co-hosts or people that i'm interviewing so get ready for some real talk with storm After much thought, originally I was going to do a second episode on racism, but I then decided that I felt the first episode summed it up and that doing a second one would be a bit redundant. But what I do want to add to the episode, if y'all will oblige me, and hopefully to be clear enough for you to really listen to it, is a song by Anthony Hamilton called coming from where i'm from and it is something that fits this episode and is worth you hearing so let's all take a listen
1: Was I started hustling and they couldn't tell me nothing. Fun in the hood, trying to be somebody. My soul was on everything. I was searching for something. I to be good. be good. tried to keep from trouble. Living too fast. Try trying to make people it hustle. So it's time to get rough.
0: That is the song. If you have time, I'm telling you, find it on YouTube if you're not already familiar with it. I think a lot of us already know that song very well. It is one of the deepest pieces of music ever written and it explains the way so many Black men feel and even Black women in our lives sometimes. And I think music is universal. So sometimes that's how we get things through to people. But it's by an artist named Anthony Hamilton. It's called Coming From Where I'm From. And I will be posting the lyrics to it <clears throat> in the comments that went with this original podcast. And also I'll be posting the video and the lyrics on my Storm speaks.de blog by tomorrow but I just really wanted to add it because I felt like the song just explains everything not everything but enough that I didn't need to do a second podcast episode I'm gonna let the music talk for me and just add this into the current episode so don't leave please listen to the rest of the episode coming up next thank you Hello, how is everyone today? Usually there's a little bit of a happier welcome that I play before I get into things. But given the current state of affairs within the people of color, women of color, sex workers of color, black community, and the continued assault of the Karens, the police and just the entire world and being the fact that I am in fact a black mother of black children and a black grandmother of black grandchildren. I felt it was paramount and very important that I came to you today. So we're going to start this episode with a man who has continued to impress me uh, just with all the things he's done where COVID was concerned for his state and the way he says the, what he says, he done not back down from it and I can respect that. So, one second. We are definitely going to give a listen to a post that was on D-Nice's Instagram from governor cuomo because it's important that everyone hear the names let's go
2: it is a continuum of cases and situations that have been going on for decades and decades and decades these are just chapters in a book and the title of the book is continuing injustice and inequality in America. And these are just chapters. The chapter started, modern day, Rodney King in Los Angeles, 1991. Abner Lawima in New York, 1997. Amadou Diallo in New York, 1999. Sean Bell in New York, 2006. Oscar Grant, Oakland, California, 2009. Eric Garner, New York City. 20. It is a continuum of cases.
0: Sorry, and the way he put it in, it kind of chopped up. Here's been- the rest of the names. Let's go on.
2: 2014, Michael Brown, Missouri 2014, Laquan McDonald, Chicago 2014, Freddie Gray, Baltimore 2015, Antoine Rose, Pittsburgh 2018, Ahmad Aubrey in Georgia, 2020, Briona Taylor in Kentucky, 2020, George Floyd in Minneapolis, 2020. <clears throat>
0: And now I'm going to read the names in case you didn't understand what he was saying. Now, these are only the names of the larger cases that we've heard of. These don't even take into consideration some of the others. Uh, but here's a few of these started, like he said, back in 1991. We got Rodney King, Abner Louima, Amadou Diallo, Sean Bell, Oscar Grant, Eric Garner, Michael Brown, laquan McDonald, Freddie Gray, Antoine Rose Jr, ahmad Aubrey, Brianna Taylor, George Floyd. these are only mentioning the police included cases. This doesn't even include uh all of the children whose lives were taking were taken um just how evidently no one seems to care about black life. Uh, No one seems to remember, you know, Tamir Rice or Trayvon Martin, children, for examples. And there were many more. There was the black girl in Baltimore who had the mental issue. And true indeed, she was ready to attack the police. But the police need to be better trained on the topic of mental illness. I need to pause. I'll be right back. I'm back. So um, next I'm going to play for you something I have not heard yet myself that I've heard is very much worth us listening to. So let's do that and then we'll move on. This is Killer Killer Mike, not Mark, good Lord. Killer Mike from Atlanta discussing with the public uh, to try to get the Atlanta riots to stop and go back to being peaceful. Although it was my understanding that they were peaceful until anti-protesters came and bothered them. But I don't know because I wasn't there. So I can't say that. While I agree with what he and Mayor Keisha Bottoms are saying, and I love her by the way, and T.I. are saying, uh, in regard to this is not what we should be doing, I also understand why it's happening. Same way I understand why they're saying go out and vote. That's the best way to do things. I don't know if everyone has forgotten that people did go vote. Stacey abrams and now we have a governor who cheated his way in and i think that was a big moment that left a lot of georgia voters people of color voters uh disillusioned but uh someone wanted me to say this that's here in georgia to you guys today who i spoke with and please stop destroying black businesses. Um, if we're all in this together, we cannot be looting, destroying, terrorizing, and tearing up black people's financial abundance. There are people who retired and took their whole savings, older black people and started businesses here in all these cities where protests are going on, not just in Atlanta. There are Atlanta cities and I mean sorry, there are Atlanta businesses and staples that were community built i as y'all know i'm not from this area originally i'm from maryland but back home in maryland too there are so many businesses that are black owned and 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 have been for many years and so um i understand why people are acting the way they're acting but i have to On behalf of this person, just make this plea and ask y'all to please, no matter where you are, what city, what state you're in, stop tearing up your fellow black people's businesses. Stop tearing up your fellow Latin American businesses. Stop tearing up places that are owned by people. Uh, people of color and that have served people of color very well in their years in business the businesses that have given money to the community to back the school drives just remember that like choose more carefully if there are better ways of making a point than being violent and looting but I don't even like you calling it looting because we know that the Europeans and the white people have traveled all across the world pillaging and taking over and robbing native people in all, on all continents of their property, their women, and even their freedom. But when black people do it, it is called looting, and I'm not going to get into that, but please stop tearing up what belongs to you, what belongs to your community, your people. But let's go on and listen to... Killer Mike, and then I'll get into some more personal details of how I feel about things.
1: I got a lot of love and respect for police officers down to the original eight police officers in Atlanta
3: that even after becoming police
0: had to dress... I'm sorry, it's not louder. ...because white officers didn't want to get dressed...
1: So I'm duty bound to be here to simply say that it is your duty
3: not to burn your own house down for anger with an enemy. It is your duty to fortify your own house so that you may be a house of refuge in times of organization. And now is the time to plot, plan, strategize, organize, and mobilize. It is time to. Beat up prosecutors you don't like at the voting booth. It is time to hold mayoral offices accountable, chiefs and deputy chiefs. Atlanta is not perfect, but we're a lot better than we ever were, and we're a lot better than cities are. I'm mad as hell. So my question for us on the other side of this camera is after it burns, will we be left with charred or will we rise like a phoenix out of the ashes that Atlanta has always done? But we use this as a moment to say that we will not do what other cities have done. And in fact, we will get better than we've been. We got good enough to destroy cash bonds. So we have an opportunity now. Because I'm mad. I don't have any good advice. But what I can tell you is that if you sit in your homes tonight, instead of burning your home to the ground, you will have time to properly plot, plan, strategize, and organize and mobilize in an effective way. And two of the most effective ways is first taking your butt to the computer and making sure you fill out the census so that people know who you are and where you are. The next thing is making sure you ex- exercise your political bully power and going to local elections and beating up the politicians that you don't like.
0: Alright, so that was part of that. And then the last thing I'm going to touch base on before I really, really get into my personal thoughts on things... <laughs> Brianna Taylor in Louisville, Kentucky, um as you know, the FBI finally opened an investigation into that. She was a first responder um and basically evidently there was a drug search warrant being issued at her home. There were no drugs found in her home. she wasn't the person they were looking for they were looking for her boyfriend who, from what I understand, they had already had in custody. So either there's a mistake with record recording or in the chain of command, need-to-know information was not given when it was needed to know. Um, So now they're pushing for stricter no-knock warrants and required body cameras, but that does not bring her back. We focus a lot on... uh, we focus a lot on the police cases that take place with them killing men. And sometimes we forget about the women. Uh, hold on one second. Because I want to make sure I have the right info. I need her name again. Um, one second. Oh my goodness. I know y'all know who I'm talking about uh atiana jefferson this year who was in her home (laughs) one of the nosy neighbors thought someone was there that shouldn't be but even he said it shouldn't have played out the way it did it was just supposed to be kind of like a safety check a well check um she was in her home I think she might have been, as I recall, playing video games with her son. I can't remember. But even if she wasn't, she was in her own home in a nice neighborhood, minding her business, and was shot dead through her bedroom window. That was in Texas. So what I say to you is it's everywhere. It always has been. Um, I also want to empower you and to my non-People of Color listeners I don't mean any offense to you with what I'm going to say. If it makes you feel some type of way, I'm sorry that it does. But really, I'm not sorry that it does because we're always left feeling some kind of way. The only thing I can come up with and anyone with good sense can come up with is that not all, because that's crazy. I I have many and have my whole life white friends. No problem against them. My grandmother taught me we're all the same, we're all the same race. We're the human race. And I really believe that. But it's moments like this that that, make, that it makes it hard for me. Because the world loves to remind us or wants us to believe that we're not human. So here's what I say to my black listeners: if you are listening and you feel downtrodden and you feel like the whole world hates you. The whole world reveres you. The whole world is scared of your greatness. The whole world knows that whether you believe in God, a head alien, whatever it is, the universe, whatever you believe in, the universe sees us as special. We were descended from kings and queens. All of us. Don't let anyone tell you that we weren't. They saw us when they brought us over here for slavery. And yeah, our own Sold us too. And I know that. But you know. They wanted the shiny new guns. That the white man offered. The coins. The things they hadn't seen before. But yes. The, the people who helped with their own genocide. And genocide of the people they sold into captivity. They need to be held accountable too. And we don't forget that. But what I'm saying is. They saw how strong we were. They thought our immunity was different. When they started putting us in the place of the Spain slaves, Spanish slaves who they had lost. Um, they thought the women were more beautiful. They thought... They also thought we were animals. But you know what? At the end of the day... I don't really believe they thought that. I really believe that they knew how great and how remarkable we could be. And saw... All the riches of Africa and all the happy ways of Africa. They knew we were great when they took us. They took people who were living a much simpler life than what we would think is a good life now. But those people were happy. They were flourishing. They were kings. They were queens. They were royalty. They were regal. And we still are. And they're scared of it. And if you don't know that, know it. Teach your children that. Teach your children. Often people are scared of what they don't understand. Scared of things that are stronger than them. We're stronger and that's why they try to keep us underfoot. Because they know the potential's there if only we would organize and do things the right way. Which is something we have issue with. Because unfortunately, from the very beginning, from the very first time a slave master enlisted an a black caretaker, or allowed certain people to be house slaves, that thing started between even light-skinned and black and darker-complected black people. That thing started. That inbred within our own race hatred of each other. So they first taught us that and then conditioned us to be that way to each other. So we're often still crabs in a barrel. You even see it amongst the sex work community, but I'll get into that once I'm done with this part of this. But it's rampant. It's not something that just started. It's always been there. It's sad and we need to stop it. I wish in a perfect world I could snap my fingers and black people would come together the way they should and stop hating each other. Because if we stop hating each other and we band together the way you see Asians band together, the way you see Italians band together, the way you see the Latin community band together... The way you see basically everyone but black people band together, we'd be a lot better off. But we just, we're great people with so much greatness to offer, but sometimes we're our own worst enemy. But no matter what the fuck we are, that doesn't give other people the right to hunt us, kill us, and treat us differently than they would treat anyone else anywhere in America. And this is what I was saying when I was and still am so pro Colin Kaepernick. It was never about that damn flag, although I have not stood for that pledge in at least 20 years. Because the words to most of what America's songs and and pledges are, they don't include us. They don't even include women. There's not even justice and liberty On most cases in fronts, and fair treatment for women. If a woman goes and says a man did something to her, a lot of the time the man is still, his word is taken first. And women are either called liars or they're told they provoked it. That's a different conversation though. I'm going to keep this on this. But what I'm saying to you is you gung-ho Americans who think we're insulting your flag or your pledge. It's not about those, two, those, those things. Those are things. It's about freedom and humanity and being treated like we fucking matter. Like our kids matter. Why should I, as a mother, and I've had to do it ever since at least 2006, 2007. Why, when I have kids who have not been to jail are not on drugs. But even if they had, you know what? They'd still be my kids. I'd still love them. And they'd still deserve to be treated like human beings unless they were murderers without cause, rapists, or sociopaths or, or psychopaths. I say murder with without cause because a lot of people kill people with good reason. And I know you're like, well, there's never a good reason. Sometimes when you've tried everything else and nothing else works, like a battered wife, because, you know, self-defense laws don't exist everywhere, so that would be considered murder. Or when someone has raped your child and you know the legal system is just going to give them a slap on the wrist, that's justified. That's why that man who found out someone had been molesting his daughter a couple years ago or three years ago did not get charged with murder because some judges see it that way too. There's murder with cause. As valid murder, as I call it. And then there's not. So, but regardless of what people have done at the end of the day, they are human. They're human. Just like when something happens to a sex worker, they say no human involved. And that is insulting as hell. So imagine what it is if you're black and you're a sex worker. Oh my God. it's 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 less than being no human involved. You're absolutely invisible. But... So these are the reasons why people are like, I don't understand why people are tearing up stuff. And I don't understand why they're so angry and why they're not handling it peacefully for years. Generations upon generations upon generations have been taught to be reasonable, have been taught to be nonviolent, have been taught to turn the other cheek, so to speak. And now they're tired. They're tired. This is to get back to what I was about to say about my kids. Since 2006, I've had to explain to my kids two very conflicting things. I'm strong. My kids see how strong I am. All of y'all who know me publicly know how strong I am. So there's nothing in me that wants to back down to anybody. I've argued and almost fought my share of police officers when I was in my early 20s to protect my then fiance future husband. Because even then, I knew they weren't going to be treated fair. So, me as a black woman, I jumped in front, I argued. I once got threatened with if I didn't, you know, desist with my actions, I was going to get charged with verbal assault of an officer, which is also dumb because they can talk to us as disrespectful as they want. But anyway, um, I teach my children to be strong. I teach my children to not lay down for anybody. I teach my children. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I teach my kids to not let nobody bully them. And if they do get bullied, I teach them so not so nice methods of dealing with it. But by the same token, the police, and there are some horrible black officers too. If you all, if anyone's from say California, the Compton area, or Maryland where I'm from, the PG County area, you know there are bad black cops who enjoy killing their own too, but they're like the slave master who, you know, allowed the other a black slave master. So now they think that they're different. They don't, they don't even remember they're black anymore. They just want to fit into the good old boys club, you know, and get their good pension at the end. They don't care about us or even see us as equal to them because of that badge. So any bad cop, I don't care what color he is. Why do I have to teach my kids that they cannot speak to the police the same as white people can That they can't stare a cop directly in the eyes like a white man can. That they can't give their opinion to an officer like a white man can. That they can't even reach for their cell phone like a white man can. If they're scared and trying to call me because they don't know what to do if a police officer approaches them. That they even have to be careful with white neighbors if you live in a neighborhood in a nice spot or are walking through because they might think you're up to something. Why did we ever have to tell our sons when walking on the street at night to not wear a hood? Shit, if it's cold or raining, my child should be able to wear a hood. But this is what Trayvon Martin taught us. Why can't my kids and everybody else's kids that are non-white be treated the same way by the justice system and the police department? Because it doesn't just stop. It doesn't just stop. With the police department. They're the ones execution being executioner before the judges even happen now. But at the end of the day, the justice system isn't even the same. We get ridiculous probations for the same thing white people just get a drop charges or dismissal on. We get held accountable for things that they don't. They do it at self-defense. We did it. We started it. We go back to the Central Park Five and even our children aren't allowed to have parents in the room, which they should have. They're crucified just because they're black little boys from the poor side of town. They're automatically who did it without any real evidence, by the way. Why do I have to teach my kids be strong, don't let nobody talk shit to you, hold your ground. But then in the same I tell them unless it's the police because you know you have to be nice to them. You just have to you just have to do whatever they say because if you don't they'll kill you. I shouldn't have to have that conversation with my kids. Because those of you listening to this who are non-white, you don't have to have this conversation with your kids. And yeah, I know the statistics. Supposedly more white people are killed by cops every year than black ones are. But is it because they were high, drunk drunk? And trying to hurt the police? Was it because they had a gun and they pulled it on the police? Because if that's what's happening, let us know. But all we know is it seems like a lot of those are valid shoots. And a lot of what happens to us is driving while being black. Walking while being black. Being poor while being black. Just minding my damn business while being black. That's a lot of what happens to us. And there's never an answer for it. Like, we would love, I don't want to just see that statistic. I want a breakdown of what happened in each of those instances. I want to know, I want to know why those white people were killed by police officers. And if you and if it in any way evens out, great. But I don't believe it will. I believe there's going to be more just cause cases and good shoots there versus what's happening to us all the time. And you know what? really bothers us is that they in most cases get away with it i was so happy when that cop raped all those black sex workers a few years back i think one of them might have even been a teenager and he thought they were worthless he thought because they were poor and poverty stricken and on drugs that nothing was going to happen to him and he wasn't going to be held accountable and that judge threw the book at him for once in our lives as black women and black people We saw that a judge was going to be fair to us. But if this man gets off in Minnesota with what he did, if he gets away with what he did, I don't think there's going to be any peace for a long time anywhere because we're tired of it now. The Freddie Gray case in Baltimore was such an insult to us. Again, I'm from Maryland. It was an insult. All four, or was it six of them, arrested charged but acquitted and it seems that's always the case i've only seen it maybe once happen twice where it wasn't the case that's not fair because if it was the other way around if a black officer so much as even probably just injured a black a, a, a white lady or a white man he would be fired without pay and he would be locked up and I'm relatively sure that unless he could prove that it was for good cause. But this isn't good cause. This is a cop, regardless of, and now they're trying to say that George Floyd was already, you know, had something in his system, had asthma. You heard the crowd on the sidelines, eight minutes, saying, why don't y'all just pick him up, put him in the car? He's saying he can't breathe. Stop, he can't breathe. And that man just continued to crush him. Then there's another video that shows three of them on his back. Not just one, but three. So no, it's murder. People walk around with high blood, asthma, and drugs in their system all day, every day. But what killed him was him not being able to breathe while being pinned down. It is murder. I don't give a fuck what they say. They always try to find something, a way out. They always try to say the person was insane. The person had a prior history. They dig into their social media. No. Admit y'all are fucking murderers. Y'all are goons. Just admit it. Um. So I understand people's anger. I just, as I said, stop fucking up black owned businesses but everything and anything else you want to do do that shit I'm not mad at you and I know I'm supposed to be classier than this I'm supposed to be upscale and everything else but at the end of the day regardless how upscale I am I'm a black woman raising black children with a black man who is tired regardless of how upscale I am I am tired and to those of you who are our friends in sex work and out of sex work who are not black it's not enough for you not to be a racist and be silent on the sidelines. We need you to stand with us and lock arms with us when we're protesting. We need you to be online on your Twitter. Fuck your brand and your marketing right now. Seriously. For those of us who you claim to be friends with, fuck your brand and your marketing. And speak your mind and your peace about what is happening to your other sex workers and your your friends, and the people in your neighborhood, and everyone around you, because you'd have to be blind to not see the unfairness of how we're treated every day. You literally would have to be. So, show us support. Yeah, buy our content. Yeah, put us in your threads, but I mean really show your support. When you mention us in your thread, also mention the names of These victims also mention that you don't stand for racism. Because if you're silent and you're not saying anything, you might as well be one of them. And that's where we're all at right now. We're tired of hearing the, I'm not a racist. I like everyone. And such and such and such and such. But the real support isn't there. Like, the real support isn't there. That's like the friend watching another friend get jumped and being like, I walked away to call the police or whatever. Yeah, and you should have been kicking and dragging that person off of me and then calling the police, like you know. Um, but the Ahmad Aubrey case really hit home for me because that is the very town where my seventeen-year-old son goes for job corps. I go there often. Well, not now because everyone's home here because of COVID. But it is a beautiful place. St. Simon and St. Jockwell Island are there. Two places that I love. And everyone there has always been friendly to us. But, again, it is Georgia. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But they hunted him. If you haven't seen that video, look up Ahmaud Aubrey, Brunswick, Georgia. They hunted him. There's... No other way to put it. No other way to spin it. And again, the three of them got arrested. But we're tired of the arrest with no convictions. So until we see convictions, the arrest, they mean something, but they don't mean enough. We need convictions. We need people to start going to jail for hunting and hurting and harming without cause people of color. It has to stop. It has to stop. Because we're at a point now where we're tired, COVID was already killing us at way disproportionate numbers. And people still, the police and the Karens, like the woman who called on the man in Central Park, knowing she could have possibly got him shot and killed by the police, knowing the history of the Central Park Five, white people using 911 to report Black people as a weapon. It's weaponized now. Picking up your phone and calling on your black neighbor the black people you see at the store black people is a weapon because you all know when you're doing it we can possibly end up dead you all know it all it takes is one redneck prejudiced, insane officer with a chip on his shoulder or with something to prove who thinks his dick swings bigger than everyone else and you could have called someone just over standing on your lawn and he can end up dead when they get there y'all don't think i think you do like i said some of you just hate black people and you weaponize these phone calls now but back on topic they hunted that boy it was wrong there was no reason at all for it and there's always even with videotapes some loophole that white people police officers of any race find to excuse what they did because the freddie gray case had plenty of black officers involved too. So I want y'all to know for me, police brutality is police brutality. I don't care what race the officer is, but a lot of the other unfairness that happens to us is based on race. Um, and it needs to stop. I want you, all of you who listen to my podcast to just think about your friends who have children that are people of color and imagine if you had to sit down in front of your child children and give them the same speeches that we're forced to give to ours year in and year out. I'm sure it feels very similar to the speeches that our ancestors as black people in America when they were slaves had to give their children. Do what masses say, even down to letting massa rape your underage daughter back then. It's always been do what MASA say for us. And we're not fucking doing what MASA says anymore. We're not going to do it anymore. And so I think the world needs to come to terms with that. It's almost as if (laughs) they were like, I think they hoped we were all gonna get sick and die of COVID. I think they saw the numbers and no matter what governor said about trying to see why it was killing us disproportionately and making sure that we got the help we needed and were treated right when we sought treatment, Uh, No, I think, and it's funny because everything black people were told to do to protect ourselves, vitamin D, wearing masks. Now almost every agency wants to come back and say, oh, you don't need to do any of that. Don't do that. Don't take the vitamin D. Don't wear the mask now. It's like they're trying to kill us in every way they can. They're trying to kill us with the Karens making the phone calls, the police brutality. And now they're trying to give us advice. Against what our common sense medical advice would be like, no, I don't trust anyone right now. And I hate to be like that because I really like people. But I'm begging you, please, 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 white friends, people, friends who identify as white, people who the public thinks is white, please help with help us be use your voice. Use your voice and your privilege to get out the points that your black friends just are begging human beings to hear. And please, please put yourself in our shoes. Look at your kids. Look at your husband. Look at your friends and imagine having to give them the same stay safe, be a good boy or girl on the plantation speech that we're still forced to give our kids in 2020. With the hopes that they come home safe because they still might not come home safe. But we gotta give this speech. Imagine raising black men and telling them that they have to be humble and allow a police officer to disrespect them. When I can still go online right now when people are protesting, having to just sit their ass down during COVID and find huge wrestler sized white men with rifles. Pointing their fingers in the faces of officers and officers standing there peacefully doing nothing. So explain to me why we're so feared other than the fact that we're so great. Because that's all I'm coming up with. Like seriously, it has to stop. And I just had to take time to speak on it because yes, all fun and games. I shot some content today and I'm going live later. But this is something I had to do a commentary on. Because I don't think so many of you get it. I think you think we're just a bunch of wild animals. We don't want to act like that. We don't want to be like that. But this is what we get pushed to when acting reasonable and trying to negotiate as humans with non-people of color humans gets us. And I want to say, Again, I have plenty of white friends. Like I know all of y'all aren't bad. I don't want even as angry and as hurt as I am with all this going on. I don't want anyone to think that. You're not all bad. Absolutely not. Not all bad. But unfortunately, because you all don't correct your friends and your family members who are bad, as much as we love you as our friends, y'all are a silent part of the problem. And you need to look deep within yourself and figure out what you can do to make it not be that way. Sit down and have some uncomfortable conversations with your friends and your coworkers when they make those jokes they shouldn't. Sit down and have conversations with your friends and family when they don't understand why you hang out or date someone out of your race. Stop avoiding it. It's time for the confrontation. It really is. It's time for those of you who are non-people of color but who really do fuck with us and love us to have our back right now. But to have it sensibly, because a lot of the violence and the riots that you all see going on were started by Antifa. They weren't even started by black people. The cause is black, but a lot of the violence and the riots were not started by black people. And the ones that were started by black people were started by when they were trying to peacefully protest and anti-protesters came and started trouble with them. Everything has an effect and a cause, you know, and a cause and effect. So, just remember that. But now let's enjoy the rest of our Saturday. Let's learn to be more empathetic and open-minded with one another. And let's unlearn what history's taught us. Black people, unlearn the crab in the barrel mentality. Unlearn that one black man is better than another black man. And that if he's doing better than you, you should tear him down instead of build him up. And then... White people unlearn that just having some black friends and being cool with them and not having racist thoughts and actions yourself makes you a good guy in this. You're not a good guy till you stand up in front of all your Twitter friends, in front of all your IG friends, in front of your personal life friends and family and take a stance And tell them about their shit. And call them out on their shit when you see them being racist. Got it? Let's all unlearn some behavior. And let's learn to be compassionate and loving. And to listen to one another. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, and the Alexis Reynolds of the Carolinas episode drops tonight at midnight. Today currently is 530 30. 2020 so may 30th 2020 but that alexis reynolds episode will drop technically saturday night midnight but on the calendar 5 31 2020 12 a.m all right take care hello everyone i come back to you to add this additional segment to the police brutality episode Because this is an important list to share. And uh, I'm sorry for any rustling noises you may hear. But we're going to read this list. These are all the names of the victims of the last few years um, by the police. And here we go. I hope I have enough battery for this, honestly. Michael Lorenzo Dean. Eric Reason, Christopher McCorvey, Stephen Day, Christopher Whitfield, Atiana Jefferson, Maurice Holley, Jordan Michael Griffin, Nicholas Walker, Benny Branch, Byron Williams, Arthur Walton Jr., Shinaro Tom Feep, Patru- Patricia Spivey, Stephen Murray, Ryan Tymon, Dominique Clayton, Isaiah Lewis, Kevin Leroy Beasley Jr., Julius Graves, Marcus McVeigh, Zez Scott, I think, or Marques Scott, Bashar Hassan, Kevin Bruce Mason, Mario Clark, Jimmy Atchson, Dietrich Griffin, George Robinson, Andre Horton, Jesse Jesus Quentin, Marlon Edward Sumerar, Charles D. Roundtree Jr., Sheen Du Valentin Akobi, Anton G. Black Jr., Daryl Richards, Boat Ham James Leatherwood, Joshua Wayne Harvey, Christopher Alexander Okamato, Cynthia Fields, Rashawn Washington, Anthony Marcel Green, Anton Michael Rose II, Robert Lawrence White, Marcus David L. Peters, Terrence Carlton, Juan Marquis Jones, Danny Ray Thomas, Stefan Clark, Ch- Trey Tequan Pringle Sr., Ronnell Foster, Corey Mobley, Arthur, Arthur McAfee Jr., Geraldine Townsend, Warren Ragudo, Thomas Yatsko, Dennis Plowden, Jean Pedro Pierre, Kieta O'Neill, Lawrence Hawkins, Calvin Tony, Du Lister, Armando Frank, Stephen Gale, William Matthew Holmes, Anthony Antonio Ford, Charles David Robinson, Devin Howe, Herbert Gilbert, Thomas Williams, Aries Clark, Antonio Garcia, Jr., Brian Easley, Yuri Lee Martin, DeWan Gilroy, Aaron Bailey, Joshua Terrell Crawford, Mark Brandon Davis, Adam Trammell, Jimmy Montel Sanders, DeRico Devante Holden, Mark Roshan Adkins, Tashi S. Brown, Jordan Edwards, Roderick Ronell Taylor, Kenneth Johnson, Christopher Wade, Alteria Woods, Sharita Davis, Lorenzo Antoine Cruz, Ray Lee Rich, I'm sorry, Roy Lee Richards, Alfred Alango, Tawan Boyd, Terrence Crutcher, Tyree King, Lavonia Riggins, Kendra Brown, Donnell Thompson Jr., Dalvin Hollins, Del- Delron Small. Sherman Evans, DeRavis Rogers, Antoine Schumpert, Ali Lee Brooks, Michael Eugene Wilson Jr., Vernell Bing Jr., Jessica Williams, Arthur R. Williams Jr., Lionel Gibson, Sharin Charles, Kevin Hicks, Dominique Silva, Robert. Dentman, India M. Beatty, Toy Lamar Robinson, Peter William Gaines, Artier Porter, Keontae Deshaun Spencer, Christopher J. Davis, Thomas Lane, Paul Gaston, Kayleen Devante Ruckmore, Deshaun L. Perkins, David Joseph, Wendell Celestine Jr., Antroni Scott, Peter John, Keith Childress, Betty Jones, Kevin Matthews, Michael Noel, Leroy Browning, Miguel Espinel, Nathaniel Pickett, Cornelius Brown, Tierra Thomas, Richard Perkins, Jamar Clark, Alonzo Smith, Anthony Ashford, Dominic Hutchinson, Lamontez Jones, Rashawn Cole, Patterson Brown Jr., Junior Prosper, Keith Harrison, McLeod, Wayne Wheeler, Levante Biggs, India Kager, James Carney III, Felix Kumi, Mansur Balbay, Ashams Manley, Christian Taylor, Troy Robinson, Brian Day, Samuel Debose, Darius Stewart, Albert Davis, Salvado Ellswood, George Mann. Freddie Blue, Jonathan Sanders, Victor LaRosa III, Spencer McCain, Kevin Budjoy, Chris Jacksons, Kevin Higginbottom, Ross Anthony, Richard Gregory Davis, D'Angelo Rez Stallworth, DeWan Graham, Brendan Glenn, Reginald L. Moore Sr., David Felix, William Chapman, Norman Cooper, Darrell Lawrence-Brown, Walter Scott, Eric Courtney Harris, Laval Hall, Natasha McKenna, Jeremy Lett, Tiano Meaton, Artego Damon Howard, Andre LaRon Murphy Jr., Leslie Satt II, Brian Pickett, Jerome C Reed, David Andre Scott, Dennis Grisby, Romaine Brisbane, Eric Ricks, Tamar e. Tamir E. Rice, Akai Gurley, Kiara Crowder, Tanisha N. Anderson, Raphael Thomas, John T. Wilson III, Caldric Donald, Michael Ricardo Minor, Adam Ardett Madison, Von Durrett D. Myers Jr., Aretha Lilly, Valentin McBegbull. Lashano J. Gilbert, Marlon S. Woodstock, Oliver Jared Gregory, Eugene Williams, Cameron Tillman, Ricky D'Angelo Hinkle, Darian Nathaniel Hunt, Cortez Washington, Vemisha Woodard, Arvell Douglas Williams, LaVon Leroy Love, Corey Levert Tanner, Dante Parker, Ezel Ford, Dustin Keith Glover, Michael Brown, John H. Crawford III, Jeremy Lake, Cedric Stanley, Ja'Cory Cahoon, Bria T. McDuffie, Eric Garner, Charles K. Goodridge, Christopher Jones, Jerry Brown, LaVon King, Juan May, Emmanuel John Baptiste, Mark Anthony Blocker, Montez Dwayne Hambrick, Tommy J. Yancey Jr., Jonathan Lee Azuzu, Howard Wallace Bow Jr., Dominique Franklin Jr., George V. King, Justin Griffin, Tyrone Davis, Gregory Lewis Towns Jr., Zacharias Flint, DeAndre Lloyd-Starks, Willie Neal Harden, Hollis Kinsley, Floyd Jean Hodge, Treon Johnson, Yvette Smith, Ernest Satherwhite, Anthony Bartley, Willie James Sams, and this son Joseph, Jordan Baker, Jeffrey Raglan, Kendall Alexander, Cimarron Lamar Lamb, Erwin Edwards, Willie James Williams, Abdul Kamal, William Alfred Harvey III, William Taylor, Brandon Devon Smith, Reginald Williams Jr., Jack Lamar Robertson, Elijah Glay, Alexander Jamar Marion, Jonathan A. Farrell, Marlon Horton, Bill Jackson, Julian Dawkins, Terry Lafitte, Jermaine Darden, Marlon Brown, Kendra Diggs, Dion Flood, Clifton Armstrong, Fred Bradford Jr., Craig Demps, DeSan Peters, Dylan Samuel Peters, Russell Liddell Smith, Willie Lee Bingham Jr., Clinton Roe Bixar Allen, Charles A. Baxter Jr., Anthony Dwayne Harris, Donovan Thomas, Jarvis Benjamin, Quintine Barksdale, Cedric Chapman, Darrell Banks, Xavier Terrell Johnson, Yolanda Thomas, George Floyd. And although I don't see her name on here, I mentioned her yesterday the young first responder who lost her life in her home when they were doing the drug warrant. And I apologize this late at night because I'm not able to just spew her name from my tongue, but she is not forgotten by me. And as well as Ahmaud Aubrey, whose name is also not on here and should be. But this is a list of names of black people murdered either by People thinking it's their job to be neighborhood watch and executioner or by unjust police departments. And I just thought it was important for those of you who don't understand why we're calling for a blackout and why things are happening to add their names so you could hear just how many it was. Good night and take care.